But irony of that too is like, the real buyers of hip hop are, are like white people. You're not a hit until they streaming your music. The problem I see, producers don't know how to work the room. Like you can send beats all day, you can send emails all day. But if you in that studio and you a fucking weirdo, niggas is not gonna wanna work with you. Fuck TV. First of all, I'm tweaking out. Gotta respect the streets, my nigga. Like the loop make won't do no work. But wanna get half the split. I heard that, right? Welcome back to another episode of the podcast, man. So listen, had to switch it up on y'all. Last week we had, well, Ivory Scott, we had a yeah. songwriter, but this week Lit. had to put a manager on here. So we got my boy Verse. What's up with you? Yes, man. Appreciate it. It's a blessing to be here, man. I, I love y'all podcast. Yeah, yeah, appreciate that. Here we got JB in the cut. You already know. That's good. So, I mean, let's go ahead and start it off. If you don't know who Verse is, man, this is a well-known manager. He managed Chi-Chi, a lot of other producers. He managed my boy Ryan, Spider Spider. Just a whole bunch of people got his own clothing brand. Just, just a businessman, you feel me? So, I don't know. How do you want to start? You want to start off with the Grammys? You want to start off with that hard ass? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? Let's get to it. Let's start with the Grammys. With the Grammys? So, let's talk about that. How was that experience? Oh, man, that was a blessing. That was like, it was eye opening to be nominated, like two nominations, and to be on the red carpet and be around that energy and the vibes. And the, it really changed my life. It gave me like a purpose, like, okay, I'm headed in the right direction. Cause it ain't it ain't easy, but like once you see like your rewards from what you've been working on, it's like dang, it like hits you different. So it was just a blessing that Chi Chi got nominated. So thankful for like Walter Jones and her. We got nominated with her with her album. So it's amazing. We did a song "Find a Way" with a uh, little baby, little dirt, and her. That that we got it nominated. So I think my boy James was on this. Yeah, James Maddox was on it too. Shout out to James, man. That's Shout out boy. to Melita. Yeah, they were on that. He was the he did the loop on that. Yeah, yeah. So shout out to them boys. So let's talk about that right there. That shit hard, right? Oh you yeah, this count. catastrophe. You feel me? This just a sample too. We got more on the way, you know. It's like just yeah. shout out to all the, you know, the black queens, you know, Lauren Hill, Erica Badu, TLC, Aaliyah, you feel me? So it's like everybody we fucking with it, but it's next level shit. You know, it's all about ownership. Like if you if you're a producer, if you a businessman, if you a company, you gotta have merch. Like that's that's just ain't no way around. You gotta be plugged in, cause your fans gonna buy this shit. So like me and Chichi, we tapped in. We got a designer, you know, my boy Wi-Fi. He he stitched it together, you know, sold it. So it's like we just trying to build a a brand, a face behind a brand. That shit hard. You ain't pull up with nothing though, bro. I know. We, this this the only shit. I ain't gonna lie. This a sample. Like I just wanted to see what niggas was fucking with him. Like nigga, I'm in L.A. walking on the Melrose District. Folks asking me for the shit. So I'm like. Damn, this gotta be something then. Like, if I'm on Melrose and y'all niggas want my shit, that just gave me motivation, a whole nother level. So, but I appreciate y'all, like, asking about it. But the brand is Catastrophe. It's, it's also a production company. We have about 10 producers signed to us. You know, we trying to just change the game. Being a manager, bro, I know you see a man, how y'all of... feeling though, man? Fuck that. How y'all feeling? I know I'm people- I'm feeling good, you know what I'm saying? I'm straight, I'm all right, you feel me? I love y'all energy, bro. Like, just y'all come to work ready. We need more of that in the like in the game. Like if y'all had y'all work ethic on like some management side, oh man. Oh yeah, that's what I'm on for sure. Y'all on some real y'all on some real exec shit, man. I be feeling like I work at trad, man. For real? I be feeling like this how I feel. I moved in, in Atlanta in May. I feel like I've been handled a lot of opportunities and I just let that shit like just walk past the nigga, you feel me? That's how we nah, talking about bros. No, nah, you don't gotta think like that. Cause you probably a perfectionist, you know, you hard on yourself. Feel me? Everything happened for a reason. So like, that opportunity might have been a, down the goddamn rabbit hole. So it's like, everything happened for a reason. That's how I look at shit. The energy got to be right though. Like, like Ivory Scott said in the last interview, he said, "Bro, if we not coming to work and we really turned and really feeling ourselves, we don't need to be in the room." Who's hitmaker? He said hitmaker said that we ain't really catching the vibe for real. Nah, real we talk. Ain't working. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Nah, for sure. Cause, Cause that's the thing. It's not even about you. Like, most people on the team. You feel me? Like, you're a representation of your people. So if you come in there bullshitting, then that's going to correlate to your other people. They bullshitting. Then you got to look at, like, even Ray Daniels said, like, one of my mentors, he was like, every day I go home and think about, damn, how the hell I'm going to pay my employees? Like, if I don't go hard, somebody not eating today. So it's like, when you have that accountability where it's not about yourself, that motivation hit different. You feel me? A lot of people need to hear that shit, bro. Like, we in the era right now where it's kind of like, Everybody want to be a boss. Everybody want to be the boss, but they don't want to pay that cost. You know what I mean? They don't want to be sacrificial. You know what I'm saying? Now, to be the boss is like, first, you got to be a student and a leader. Like, like you just not born a man. You a baby first. So it's like, it's baby steps to everything. You just don't go platinum on your first. I mean, it rarely happened, but 
that it don't happen like that. Like you just gotta keep grinding. It's a marathon day by day. Just trying to figure out like, and it's all about purpose too. Like you gotta let your spirit lead. You can't just go in the studio. Yeah, we may have like a writer camp. Like was at 300 writer camp yesterday. And they got like specific sounds they want. But it's like, you, you can be strategic with your sounds, but your spirit gotta produce those sounds. You feel me? You can't go in there forcing shit. Like we're not in music to be forced. You know, that's why we creatives. Like we wanna be free. I can tell like you big on energy because before the oh, that's all started, I do. that's what you asked me was like, Yo, how your energy feeling? You feel yeah, me? I'll be able to see how, how people's heads is because mental health real. Like, no, and I'm not saying you, for example, but for example, you seem like a happy guy, go lucky, real focused. <laughs> but real shit though. <laughs> real lucky. shit though. But like, no offense though, but them type of niggas be depressed too and go home and be sad. Like, so I pay attention to that. Like, who quiet in the room, who fake and happy. Cause we all humans, like we all fucked up in some way. Nobody want to admit it. So it's like, that's why we, we're creators. Cause we get to show it fucked up. We get to release. Nobody want to be bars down and shit. So it's like, that's why I'm big on energy because that tell a lot about your spirit. And like, and I, and I pray for on that. Just I'm big on prayer. And just, that's how I'm here. Like I did not want to be on no music shit, but keep calling me. Like, cause I'm a networker. I love networking. Like for the last five years, every person I meet, but let me get your Instagram on game. Every person, go to any studio. That's why I follow. It's crazy. It ain't, it ain't that big of a deal because I'm a manager, but I follow like 7,000 people. So 7,000 people like follow me like that I know because now I'm not following you unless you follow me back type shit. But, so I could hit everywhere I go, any city. Like I was in Colorado, pull up with my boy Dilly. And they talking about I'm linking up with niggas in Colorado. That's the power of like social media on the phone and Instagram. Like we... We connected to everybody. So, so is you really using this for good or, or you bullshit? Because there's some bullshit on here too. You know what I'm saying? So I be trying to tell producers stay focused. Cause, like this your livelihood. You can feed your kids for the rest of, for the rest of their lives. They kids, kids. You know, you make a hit record. You eating for the rest of your life. Just uh, hearing what you saying, I be on the same way. But it'd be rare. Cause we really care about you know what I'm saying with your spirit and other people's spirit. And you can really see the flaws and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, you can. It make you really want to. Think for everybody and do the right thing and make sure everybody right. But it's like, I feel like that when it comes to being successful and everybody when they come to the podcast and say, "Hey, genuine relationships, genuine relationships," people really think that's like, "Hey, let me send you a beat. Hey, let's work." Like just saying stuff and not using their actions. Like when you use your actions, it's, it's way bigger. So I feel like what you coming with is like that's what creates success around you because you actually care. Like, hey, right, this right, is my right, goal. right. This is what right. we're trying to do. Right, you know and I'm, I'm, I'm play sports my whole life, so. I be having free game. Like, I just take what sport, like, I play college football too, where it's like a business. So it's like, I take what I learned from that and apply it, like having a game plan, having a strategy, having a goal, having, having a team, knowing your team. Like, y'all could look at y'all and you could tell y'all close as fuck. And you don't even gotta, I only know y'all sitting in the room 10 minutes. But it's like, you got a relationship. Like, hey, my boy call you, you're not gonna let him down. He call you, you know it's support. It's, you got some calls, right? That person called nigga, you not answering the phone. Like, yeah, sure, like you go ignore that bitch. <laughs> but one of your niggas call, you'll be sleep. But you answering that bitch. Like, that's the type of nigga I want on my team. When I when you calling me, when you call me, I'm gonna answer. You feel me? Cause if you really fuck with somebody, nigga, you gonna answer the phone. You know what I'm saying? So I know that. I pay attention to that. Like, who answering my calls? Who responding to me? Who giving me time? Cause that really show how much value you had to that person. So it was like. That's a little gem too. So I mean, y'all see how this podcast finna go, man. You really finna get into it. But let's go back, you know what I'm saying? Let's get the background story. So I know you play football, full scholarship. You got a degree. You got yeah. a degree in what, two things? The yeah. Theater and psychology? Yeah. yeah. And then on top of that, your family. How the hell you find out all that? Oh, you man. do research. <laughs> you got some DJ Vlad I know, shit right man. Now. I know. No, no, no. It's just it's some stuff out there. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah, talk about the background. You'll come up. No, nah, so cool. I've always been a dreamer and freedom. Like. I always felt like we could do anything. So I like theater. I like to be performing arts. I like to be free. Like I studied scripts, film, and music. Like I just wanted to be an actor. And I met Chi Chi in school, you feel me? And he was playing football. Like he could have went to the league, but it just ain't work out. I swear to God, like this nigga's so talented. Like this nigga can dance. He funny. He got great conversation. Like one of the best football players. I'm like, bruh. Why the hell you on me? I swear, I'd be smoking, right? And I'm from Atlanta, like real Atlanta. So I grew up on Thug, Gunna, Lil Baby, Lucci, you feel me, Future. Like, 
I grew up on that. Like, that's all I listened to before I even wanted to be in music. So I, I talked to Chi Chi, like, bro, you need to do that shit. So we listened to Wheezy and Gunna. And I'm like, you hear that shit in the background? Like, what the fuck is that? I'm like, how the hell you? I was like, Chi Chi, boy, you could do that. And then this nigga started making beats, blew up in two years, made YouTube type beats for like Rilo. And no, he was like one of the connoisseurs, pioneers of that, of that wave of tight beats. And Chi Chi, he got 200, 300,000 views on YouTube and blew up on there. And then one of the, um, he just got locked in with, with one of the camps, one of the babies camp and eventually got the baby. And then he took off, but Chi Chi was working 18, 20, 19 hour days. Like I'm watching it. Like I had a gold, my, my family van, like I used to have to drive cause I ain't had no car then. Like a gold, big ass old van, I used to go, Drive two hours just to watch him make beats. Like, that's how much I believed in him. It was like, you gotta have somebody on your team who really believe in you or you're gonna feel like you're burning out. When you was in college, was it like a situation where you was struggling and like balancing time? What do you mean by struggling? Like, stressed out because you gotta focus on this nah, music shit nah. and go to school. Bro, I went to the studio for three years from 2000, from 2017. The 2019, 20, 2016, something like that, 2019. I literally go to the studio. Like, now I look back at it, like, it's cool, but I did it wrong because I should have been focused on my schoolwork and my football shit. But it's like in life, when you focus on something, something got to give. Everything can't get all your time. Something's going to be missed out. So it's like, okay, what are my priorities? What am I doing? Naturally, some told me I need to drive three hours every weekend to go to the studio. I was being an intern at Treble Club Studios. That's where like YFN Lucci. So I used to be a runner, like first and last time being a runner, like getting niggas food, cleaning the trash. I'm like, fuck, I can't do this shit. Take a trip to mama's and shit. Like, <laughs> JR Crickets, like, I know I got this nigga Lucci some, some lemon pepper wings. I'm like, taking this nigga trash. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing doing this shit? But it was fun though, cause I looked up to Lucci, like grew up on documentary, like that was my shit that got me through college. So I was like, damn. And then one time, I was, I'm cool with uh, Thug Sisters, right? And then they invited me to the studio. This was like before I was even managing. And I seen Thug in the studio, like they introduced me to Thug. I was like, damn, that's Thug. How the hell I'm in the studio with Young Thug? I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? And then eventually, like one day at the studio, Trevor Cliff, I met Matt Tassic, which Hello, is- Matt. Yeah, which is baby engineer. Chi Chi locked in with him. And then like, shit, the rest, the rest is history. We still just getting started though. At this time you had a relationship with Ola Rent too, right? Yeah, so Ola, that my boy, like we grew up together. Like, and uh, like Glenwood, I played football with him in like fourth grade. That boy was a hitter. And so like, I guess he's seen in me, people seeing me something I, don't, I ain't seeing myself, which is, I feel like my purpose and my gift is to connect with people and figure out like, like what you want to do. I'm a firm believer of like you put on this earth for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Like you got a you got a gift that this world deserves to see. And that's why I'm a manager because I feel like all my clients have a gift the world deserve deserve to see. So Ola, you know, he blew up, uh, signed with Cinematic Music Group with Johnny Shipes. That's one of my like mentors too. He taught me a lot. Like I, I actually was working for his label for a minute. And he like just showed me the infrastructure of how labels supposed to move, move like meetings being on top of everything, you know, making sure the artist is together, like scheduling, having a vision. So like that really helped me. Like I took kind of his structure and brought to my company because unfortunately Ola got locked up and um, he, he, he gonna get out eventually, but that kind of put me on heart. You know what I'm saying? Cause like, oh shit, we ain't had no motion. So I'm like, what the hell I'm finna do? So Chi Chi was like, Chi Chi was blowing up at the time. He just dropped his first song with Baby Solid. Now he got like 10, 12 songs with Baby. And then Chichi was like, man, just handle the business. And he blew up, got number ones, and then he signed a, a deal with UNPG like last year. So that's dope. Now I'm just picking up, like just picking up producers trying to help. But I mean, ain't like I'm not that type of manager. Like, yeah, we could just get you placements, but I'm a firm believer in the producer. A problem I see, producers don't know how to work the room. Like you could send beats all day. You feel me? You could send emails all day. But if you in that studio and you a fucking weirdo, niggas is not gonna wanna work with you. You feel me? And that's why I feel like Chi Chi has been able to go because he he's he acts like an artist. Like he he believes in his craft, he knows his assurance. 
self-insurance that I'm supposed to be in this room. It's a self-belonging. If you got self-esteem issues, like you acting shy and all this shit, it's not, you're not a star. If you, you a star for a reason, nigga, you gotta shine. So shine. I wanna go back a little bit. That I ain't like this shit you ain't deep. This No, nah, this is deep. This is this is God's work. Like we all here with I'm I'm on some other shit, bro. Look, I'm gonna go back a little bit. Let's talk about that transition of you being like a manager guy and you turning that into an actual company. Like you got employees yeah. right now? Yeah, yeah. I got like two employees. Shout out to Shiv. He do like all my marketing EPKs. Like he do what I learned, when your problem is big, give it to somebody who is small. You feel me? So, oh, say that one more time. When, your, say that one time. When, your, when your problem is big, give it to someone who is small. I heard that, mm. right? So I, I think I took that shit from Ray Daniel. Shout out to Ray <laughs> Daniel. Like I be watching, I be watching interviews, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, but he do the he got a computer science degree. I don't give a fuck. I could study computer science for a year and still not be good code as some folks. So why the hell would I be doing that? That's the whole point of a company, is that you gotta hire people who specialize in what they do. So now it was like one of me, now it's three of me. Cause it's still my company. So I was like, I learned like, it's a team, my nigga. Like, it's, you can't do this shit without a team. Even like Drake, or the biggest artists you got, the Drake, the Weekends, the Babies, they got 200 pe people working for them. Some more than that. Like, this is a global game. And once you understand that, your mind shift. Cause like, people wanna be a part of something, bro. That's why we here, y'all got a culture. Let me ask you this to backtrack a little bit. You don't want to come up with Chi Chi. Like, what is your job as a manager like then? So as Chi Chi, what I did was try to just protect him from certain rooms. So when I, we were coming up together, I'll put him in certain rooms. I'm like, oh, shit, he ain't like that. That ain't work out. Or, oh, shit, he ain't work out. He ain't like that. So it's like protecting my client from a potential problem. So if, if I know he don't like this studio, he don't like this vibe, he don't like this engineer, he don't like this person, it's like, how do I prevent that? and put him in the room where he around those type of people. But fortunately, like, he, Chi Chi, like, a grown-ass man, bro, so he know how to move. Technically, he don't necessarily need a manager. Like, he just don't want to look at the paperwork and deal with the emails and following up to people. Like, that's where I come in. Whoever he meet, I'm getting that contact. So when they, when he got to come back and meet him again, I already got them on speed dial. Like, hey, Chi Chi in town, what we doing? Chi Chi in town, what sessions we doing? What, you, what, what we doing with work? What writers in town, you feel me? What reference tracks we can send out? What, what labels looking for a specific sound? So it was like being strategic for him and just protecting what he want to manifest and like facilitating his dreams. You see yourself being a family man type shit? Like, oh, no, nah, yeah, yeah, you got, if you ain't got family, what you got? Thanks. Like if you, if you ain't got nobody that love you, bro, you gonna feel hopeless. Like we all seeking love, like regardless, we all want to be a part of something. That's why niggas join gangs when they little. Niggas join book clubs, niggas join sports teams. Niggas wanna be a part of something bigger than them. Niggas would die for whatever they put they shit. Like, niggas would die for this shit. And that's what you gotta stand on. Like, I'm going to bat about this shit. Like, I literally go to sessions where I'm not invited to just to see if I could work the room. Like, I went to a sweetie session. Oh, I don't ever said that. I got in that bitch because I was connected with the people at the front desk. Yeah. <laughs> and they let me in that bitch because I act like I was supposed to be in that bitch. Like, I like doing fun shit like that, like just going into sessions and big sessions too, like high security. But when you know how to move in a room. So let's talk about that definition, like work in the room, like technically, like what is that? So work in the room is like being aware of your surroundings, knowing who in the room. So studying the game. So like, I, it's crazy. I ran into Kevin Lyles, right? In a meeting in Miami. But how would I have known that's Kevin Lyles if I ain't study him? You feel me? So it's like work in the room is doing your research knowing who I'm about to be in the room with, studying who gonna be in there, what they've done. So like, I learned, like even from Chi Chi, so every song I hear, I look it up, who the producer, who the writers. So it's like really doing, it's like a game, like you gotta study this shit. Yeah, study the game. You gotta that's study big. the game, yeah. yeah. That's big game right there, damn. So going back to like networking, if you a producer, and just moved out here in 2022, like what's your move, what you doing? So I feel like build your sound, like I always take the athletic route. Like when I was in like high school, right, the top players just focus on their craft because they going to come to you. If you good enough, your, your talent is going to make a wave for you. It's literally going to make a lane. So I hate when people try, oh, I'm trying to work with Baby. I'm trying to work with Drake. I'm trying to work with Dirk. Nigga, everybody in the world trying to work with them. What's, what's making yourself different? Find that new Drake, that new Baby, you feel me? That new Dirk. Or go to another genre, pop, Latin. It's more than just rap. 
that's why the game fucked up right now. Niggas making the same type beats because we going away from real music. Niggas, no offense, but niggas is just making music out the computer. Like, where's the real sound? There was a point where they would only have to make one take in the like 60s, 70s, and if you fucked up, they would have to start it all over. So I'm saying, like, where's, you know how much fucking focus that take? And that's going to the music, why that music lasts, and now it's like 75% of people are streaming older music. Because it really is just real music. We, it's some fake, but a, a, re, a revolution coming on. It's crazy. I feel like I feel like there's plenty of producers out here that's super fire that don't make Chi beats or they don't make Wheezy beats, but they don't have like somebody like you that's creating the opportunities for them, answering the phone and putting them in rooms and shit. Like, yeah, but you gotta work. Now you at a point now where you gotta be somebody to get me. Like I worked to that. Like that's like honor. Like. Like, you just not finna take anybody. Because it's energy, too. Like, the more you give out, the more it's being drained. So everybody can't take your energy. Like, it's like having a whole bunch of girlfriends and shit. Like, sleeping with a whole bunch of women. That shit cool at first, but then you start feeling like, oh, man, you spreading yourself thin. You worrying about if you catching something, if you having a baby, and you worrying about all this and shit. So it's like, a lot of people can't have access to you. But if you own what I'm on, you gonna have access to me because you own what I'm on. Like, and that's what helped me, like, like six, seven months. Like, I need to elevate. So what I did, I cut everybody off who wasn't on music. Real talk. So if you ain't on no music shit trying to help me, I'm not talking to you. So guess what, now what I'm happening? Now I have real friends in the industry that I could just call and just do something for me. Because one person could change your life. Like me, I met Chi-Chi, it changed my life forever. Like, now he's signed, signed a, I'm seeing a million dollar pub deals. I didn't know that existed. But now I'm like, oh, oh a million. We're doing 10 million. Niggas making 100 million, niggas. Money don't even exist, my nigga. Be real with you, it's just, it's just a, it's just an illusion to get you wrapped. But you need money to live. But nigga, we make money, nigga. And they, they get that shit from the tree, from what God gave you. So like, what is your, the real, the real currency is time. Cause that's something you ain't never get back. Like the richest man can't get time back. So it's like, I'm just one big on health and wealth and like mental like ability, making sure your mind right, making sure your spirit right. That's why I, like, I try to work out, I try to read the Bible. Just simple stuff to like propel me for the day. Cause I know with this music shit, some bullshit coming. But if I face some bullshit already, I know I could get through it, you know? And then having like brothers like you, y'all strong men. You're not gonna let him fail, you feel me? You're not gonna let him fail or he really ain't your brother. Like cheat you, hey nigga, what the fuck you doing? Nigga, you 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 representation to me. No, we ain't we ain't rocking like that. Like somebody who gonna ain't no yes man. You know what I'm saying? So like you need that strong, and that goes back. I know I'm just buzzing. I'm just excited to be here, so I'm just blazing ideas. But let's go back to like when niggas is little, right? A lot of folks don't have no father figures in our community, and and, and you can feel that. So when a nigga like me come in, and I go into school, I do teaching too. Kids are literally drawn to me because they don't have that. Most teachers are women. So it's like, if we could find a way, even y'all, we could go in these schools and develop this next talent, bro, we'll have a whole dynasty already there. It's already there, bro. But they don't have, they don't have music schools. I mean, they do, but they don't have it, how they got football, like you could just go to IMG Academy and shit. We need to have an academy, a producer ground academy, where we teach you splits, the royalty, you feel me, the stems. Like how, you know, how to make sure your BMI set up, your sign exchange set up, your Harry Fox, your mechanical royalty, you feel me? Like, there's so much ways to get money. So it's like, just make, make it so, you know, we educated. Man, I feel like this shit cut deep into that. Like, school, now nah, you learning about the fucking rocks and shit, nigga. Some you ever took a financial class in high school, nigga? Yeah, Y'all nah. took financial class in high school? That's, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, niggas I, need I to learn to that, like a microeconomics or something. Micro, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So weird. Yeah. <laughs> they ain't gonna teach a nigga how to live in school. They ain't gonna teach you how to take care of yourself. They, they gonna teach you how to work for another man. That's why jails, hospitals, and schools all look the same. For sure. I'm gonna ask you this, like, you could be as general as possible. Um, A lot of producers and artists, of course, they invest into themselves. They have to, you know what I'm saying? But you also gotta live. The ambulance, if you get fucking hit by a car or something, you know what I'm saying? Everything called oxygen, you guys can't breathe. Real shit. Niggas paying for oxygen now too, yeah. right? And water. Like Yeah, everything. It all costs. Life life costs. Not yeah. real talk. So when you out here trying to hustle on this music and you taking everything that's supposed to be for your for you to breathe, you know what I'm saying? How would you say is the easiest way 
to stay on that money route. You know what I'm saying? Like in the first place, like and, ne- and never forget that. That's that's a great question, man. That's a great question, and and it's subjective because I believe I don't believe in working just to work. Like if I'm working, I gotta like it. Like there's no way I'm gonna be working. Like I've had a temp service job where I've been like like a janitor or a but bus boy or or waiter. Like I had a job. Like all my jobs, I got fired too. Cause like, why the fuck is we doing this? Like I'm challenging the boss. Like nigga, I was one time I was folding envelopes like for BMW. Like what the fuck am I doing? Like so it's like, but I had to do that to eat. Like n- niggas got to eat. So I'll say find some that's supportive to your dream. You got to be strategic. Everybody ain't got to know you trying to be. Because I'm, I'm guessing this question for somebody who's trying to make beats, right? But they, it's kind of sidetracked because they got a, yeah, another they gotta job. Take care. Yeah, they got to take right. care of their life. But the beat of that, everybody has to do that. You're not special. Like everybody, if you really hard, you're going to figure out a way. So it's like, that's a part of your processing. So now, like me, when I'm doing this shit, 24-7, it means something now. Because I remember when I had to work, wake up early in the morning, go work, and then go to the studio. I'm like, damn. Now I can go to the studio when I want. Like, that's a blessing. Like, y'all some bosses. Y'all can have an interview anytime y'all want. So it's like, but shit, niggas still be having to work, though. So you can't knock a nigga for working. I never knock a nigga for working. But you got to figure it out. I feel like niggas got to be more, more more honest with themselves and know that we all got to eat. You know, so we all got bills to pay and shit like that. I feel like sometimes it's like social media made that illusion where you think niggas ain't paying bills. Some nigga might have, your shit might be 1500 a month, 2000 Some nigga shit might be four. Some nigga might be no, paying no, no, 10000 a month for his bills. So you stressing, we, you know what I'm saying? It's all different. Some niggas expenses is no, sure 10 shit. times what you crying about. Right, right, you know what right. I'm so, right, and that's why I'm blessed to like, have a foundation. My mom and dad sacrificed for me, you know? I never, like, that's big. Going back to your parents, that helps propel you, too. So it was like, I'm blessed to be around. Like, my dad's a coach and my mom's a therapist. So it was like, I'm right in my realm. I'm not even on no capture. Like, I was been watching high school, college kids since I was three. And watching my mom take care of, she did, she worked with Atlanta Braves. That my real name, Ryan, you feel me? And that mean king. So like, whatever y'all, like, name, real name is, that, is a spell. So whatever somebody calling you, my nigga, that's what somebody's telling you. Like, you smart. So you name me smart, you holy. Your names really be meaning shit like that, like smart, holy, divine. So like, you gotta understand what you really mean. That's why my name Verse, cause of this shit like this. Somebody call me Verse, I'm always trying to preach. And like, preaching could be lame, but it's like, somebody gotta hear this shit. Somebody really, somebody gonna hear this shit and be like, damn. Like I already did another interview with my partner. They, they hit me like, damn, that shit hit me, bro. Damn, that shit hit me, bro. Like, this life shit real. Like, my mom said before, she like, you could be gone tomorrow, my nigga. What the fuck you mad complaining for? You feel me? Ain't nobody really give a fuck. You might, like, get this shit out the mud. Like, nobody give a fuck how you feeling. Go go get this shit. That's real shit. <laughs> no filter interview, man. So what would you say is the biggest, like, roadblock for producers right now? I don't like niggas get paid too slow. Like, if, every, if if people got paid what they deserve, it'll be less people working nine to fives. You'll get, you'll get paid on, I'm getting, I'm still getting waiting to get paid on advances we did last year. We still waiting on royalties we did. So the labels, man, they just, it's a system. I feel like you saying that though, cause a lot of producers sit here and be like, man, these, I'm getting hold these big producers got them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They get they business five. It's not like that sometimes. Man, like bro, niggas is waiting. Everybody, this is like a whole, this is the whole industry. Like people be getting paid slow as fuck. But they want you to get paid slow as fuck. Cause then you're gonna forget about it. Now the money's getting stacked up in the black box royalties. And the same money they giving out is going back to the niggas who's giving it to you. Going back to their 1%. And they spread it with them. So it's like, you know how many unclaimed royalties? It's like how the Music Modernization Act helped. So like, if you have a song out before a certain time, you can still go collect that shit. But it's like, people don't know that. And then you only got three years to register a song before it goes to the universe, back to them. So it was like, and there's so many ways to collect. Like you got your, you know, people don't even know it's like two different sides of publishing, like the composition side and the sound recording side. 
composition side, underlying composition being the publishing and the sound recording being the master recording. So it's like, those are two different royalties, right? People don't even understand that simple fact. That's why splits are 50% of pub. Then you naturally have a publisher. So if you don't have a publisher connect, collecting for you, that's another for 50% you could be collecting. And that's why I'm an advocate of, if you make the beat right, and you a writer, that's 75% right there. Now, that's why Russ and Ryan Leslie's on here, and I learned a lot from that interview. That's how them niggas could live. They don't got to make music the rest of their life. Because they own, it's all about ownership. That's why the label's paying you a million dollars for your publishing. They know the power of a million. We're going to make five million off this nigga while he's still trying to recoup. I only heard, man, that's crazy. I only heard four producers, four producers. Usually you might talk to somebody that said, goddamn song trust or something. They might talk about the black box. But I only heard like three or four people in the industry talk about the black box. So that's, oh, that's you, big. Just, you dropping, you know what I'm saying? No, it's you a whole game. In. It's this deep, boy. <laughs> Music shit deep. I'm telling you, we walking in something that's already been, already a. Yeah, we gotta just play it. Hey. Let's talk about like beginners, producers who's watching this and they just heard that they they were like, what the fuck he just said? Just did, you feel? Because you just hey. went in on the business. So let's talk about like two things. Like I want to talk about like negotiation, but I I want to talk about first is like. For a producer who gets a placement, we have random people out there in Australia, goddamn Canada, they get no, some shit. Hard. I got you a producer know? in London, Money Ever. Mm-hmm. Shout, Shout out, out to him. him. He got a placements with Kodak Black, Polo G, Rich the Kid, Roddy Rich, NBA Youngboy, Pop Smoke. Little t- like, this nigga's going crazy. But that's my producer I'm proud of. Like, my bad, I just had to throw that in there. Shout out to him. Money every. Shout out to all the dudes. Ryan hard too. I fuck with Ryan. Fuck with Spider. Spider building. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. I seen Spider grow for sure. No, Spider hard, bro. And it's not like he got no crazy places, but people know him already because he got that. Bro, he got that energy. He a star. Like, I know stars, bro. Niggas, niggas, star. Spider, star. See him at a Matt beat battle. Yeah, that's where we found him at. For real. Nigga, beat battles is where, like, we gotta have more of that. We gotta have more. Oh God. We gotta man. make producers the artists. Like, yeah, literally. And that's where the producer community gotta come in. Cause we are like close, but we are separated too. But Atlanta, we close though. Niggas know everybody. Like, I don't know the Bricks, Bricks Demand. Has he been on here? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Y'all yeah. know the fuck with Bricks, Twisted, Too Dope, you know, like TM88, A-Heart, Chi Chi Section 8. Like, I'm just take keep. I'm blessed to be a murder beats. I'm blessed to like be around. Producers, Jake Munoz. It's like, I'm just blessed, man, to be learning. And I learn from everybody. So for a producer that's, you know what I'm saying, just out the loop, he go on Instagram one day and see this song. He made the loop, or he did something to the beat. He produced it. Like, what's the what's the steps for beginning? So first is contracting. Like, usually, this is how we work. I'm not really working with uh, artists unless they were the label. Yeah, you may get paid slow. But at the end of the day, they take that contract seriously. Like, they take that contract as serious as you can take it. So if I say I have an advance for $10,000, I know they're going to give it to me. But now this is the problem. Now if the song's already, now you're saying if the song's already out? So when the song's already out, we got to figure out, okay, when you go on Apple Music, right, when you go to the bottom of the, of the album, what, what you going to see? You're going to see who's a, who published it. Right. You're going to see who dropped it. So first I'll figure out who dropped it. And then, nigga, you ain't, your beat just ain't get placed. Like, you know how it got on there. So we got to figure <laughs> out, <laughs> nigga, what producer, if you a loop maker, a producer made a play. So some producer is, is fucking your business up. Yes, sir. So that's, go, that's one way. He's speaking real. And then you go find the artist, you contact his manager, but you got to contact folks. But And this is real game. I'm a manager, right? But my nigga, you better off having a fire-ass lawyer than a fire-ass manager. Because a lawyer gonna get that paperwork straight. Manager, a manager, I just push buttons. I just be like, I follow up. Nigga, I can't write a contract and make sure everything is situated like it's supposed to, you feel me? Like, it was like, that's why a lot of producers don't have managers, but if you're big, you need a manager. And if not, you need that lawyer. Fuck a manager, get a lawyer who's hard. That money is worth it, you feel me? So that's, that's why I say find you a lawyer who gonna get it. Cause at the end of the day, they don't pay your ass. You know, that's the beauty of copyrights. Like, you know, a copyright is like a tangible medium in a form that could be like reproduction. So if someone is already having 
that song, you already entitled to black money, which is publishing. So it's like figuring out how can I go collect it? How can I get my lawyer to go get that shit? Go hire a lawyer or take that shit down. Taking my shit down. <laughs> I got I got a Real question. Talk. I got a question. But before I ask that question, I'm gonna say one thing like when I started reading uh, all about the music, what's it called? All about the yeah, music. Yeah, but Donald Passman. Donald Passman. That was like the I read first that shit thing too. they said. I read that shit like seven times. <laughs> this, he said, the first person on your team is a lawyer. Before anybody, they said the first, and I'm talking about that's like at the beginning of the book type shit. It's beginning. So, for the problems that be going on in this industry, I know niggas ain't reading. Because that's the first thing. They said, hey, look for him first. But the question was that, with these producers, anybody, any producer or artist get into bad business where they say, damn, why is this shit already out or anything like that? And when they take the social media, just quit like, oh, fuck them, blah, blah, or, you know what I'm saying? Or they jump straight to artists. Like, do you think, not even saying do you think, but how could we solve the situation of the artist or the producer thinking that they're on that communication level to go at them on some shit that, like you said, the contract was done. Wait, wait, what you mean? What, what you mean? If I send him my loop, he lands the placement, and the business gets done, this shit get big rollout. You feel me? Like the I, song is doing big. Yeah, and it's, yeah. It's, they, they, but they do big business on it. He don't let me know. Nobody lets me know. Oh, right, 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 so right, now, right, 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 right. right. communication, I'm going to be blackballed because fuck TV, first of all. You right. just hold me. <laughs> I'm tweaking out. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that manager, you know what I'm saying? That communication is everything. Yeah. You feel me? But I feel like, too, you can't ever say fuck nobody. Like, you yeah. say fuck them in your heart, but, like, mentally, you got to act like you like them. That's a law of power. Uh, way, like man. you can't you can't offend the wrong person. So, so you how gotta do you, how do you go? How do you gotta you gotta you gotta, I mean, you gotta like, put you, a mask on. Okay, so like you, you gotta do you like, think producers and handle business though? You like, got to. If you ain't got no manager, Lord, you gotta handle your business. Like Okay, what's the way to go? You gotta talk this ass like a man. Like, what's up? <laughs> 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 hey, let's get to it though. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Let's get to the shit. Let's get to the shit. Alright, come on. No, real talk, like. Man, you a respectable man. Ain't nobody would try your ass like that. We right, slap so, the shit out that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, bro. So I'll put you, I'll put you in this scenario, bro. We gonna bleep out names too, bro. I'll put you in this scenario. Alright, so boom. Project drop, right? Project drop. So what's the song called? Yeah. Money ever got two coming out too, by the way. That's all. Yes, sir. So project come out. You know what I'm saying? Loop maker. He got them. We listening to the shit. He like, nigga, this my loop. I know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know. I've been through this shit. The nigga said, this, this my loop. So he hit up the producer, right? The producer like, all right, fuck it. You know, we handle business. Now the producer done gave basically the rest of the percentage to the motherfucking manager. So mm. now the loop maker only got 5% left. Like, so he in the position. You talking about he giving the, some publishing? Yeah, he gave, yeah. He gave some publishing. Yo, peace. So the only thing that's left is 5%. And basically the producer's saying, nigga, you only getting this 5%. <laughs> Look at his face. Look at his face. What should he do, man? What should, what should, what should my young I mean, man do, man? a part of the game is like going through some fucked up shit. Like I lost out on like $200,000 because my business wasn't together. Like literally, like I didn't have an LLC. And I didn't have my taxes together. I ain't have, I ain't know that. Like this shit a business. So you got to be protected. So you got to have, like not your name, but a business name. But the main thing with that going back, back to the 5%, if that nigga really think you a hoe, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> See, okay. Like he trying you, like that's personal. I'm telling you like 5% and you giving it to a manager who not even on the record. Like, but that's, that's some bullshit. Like we really doing business, but I'm the type of nigga like karma real. So I'm gonna work my ass off and you gonna remember this shit nigga. Like, that's why I don't ever be tripped. Like, I went up to, I ain't gonna say no names, a couple big ass nigga managers, right? Year ago. They see me. I'm like, what's up? I'm gonna say, what's up? What's up, my nigga? They be like, oh, uh, yeah, I'm on the phone. I'm just. A year later, oh shit. Oh shit, you man, it's Chi Chi. Oh, y'all doing y'all thing? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's good to see you again, bro. That's love to lock in. Ain't no fuck feeling. It's about business. So it's like, cause you got that mindset, you can't. That's how niggas burn out. They worry about their feelings and shit. Like, Nobody give a fuck about your feelings. Okay, come as a man. Hey. Nobody care about your feelings, bro. Like obviously your friends do, but what we gonna we gonna whine? Nigga taking the food off your plate don't care about how you feel about it. He right, already did it. You get the power where you could goddamn control the contract. Cause the lawyer, when the song is dropped, the lawyer or the artist is reaching out to the producers. 
So when they don't, that's just that means they didn't even tell you your name, and they didn't even. And then some big producers don't even tell the loop maker, so that could be a problem too. Like, mm, sound like a lot of disrespect, but yeah, it's some bullshit. It's some ho- it's some other shit in this industry, like. But I'm blessed that I can understand it now, so I can maneuver. I didn't understand that two two years ago, and a lot of people don't still don't understand that. I feel like a lot of the, like the shit started, not all of it, but most of it is really like the producer producer relationship, like the business being fucked up. You feel me? So like, I really want to get into like sample makers. Let's keep. It's not shit cover. Everybody want to get placement. You know what I'm saying? Little baby placement. Everybody in Teachy DMs. Hey, let me see your loops, bro. Right. Let's let's let me see your loops, bro. Let me show y'all something real quick. OPF loops. Chichi. OPF loops, man. I do my DMs from just today, right? This is just today. And these like people I fuck with. You know what I'm saying? Now look, now look at all this. These are my requests. Damn. Niggas is hungry. Like you supposed to do this. But like, Chichi's finding a loop maker he wanna work with and he DM him, him. So that's why I say focus on your sound because it's gonna come to you. People worry about, oh, how I'm gonna eat. God gonna make a way for you, bro, as long as your heart right, your spirit right, and you working. You made it this far, right? You ain't gonna, you ain't gonna lose, bro. Just, just have patience is big. Patience is a That's virtue. That's a big ass gym, bro. Ain't gonna cut. A lot of time, niggas be, okay, the baby hot's gonna make that little baby shit the whole time, but they already got the sound, the team. Why the fuck they need you? And you, you know bro? what's crazy? Nine times 10, that beat a year, two years old. Okay. These Thanks. niggas dropping old songs, my nigga. So we are, they already got their project rolled out for, for the next two projects. Like, that's why I love listening, like, unreleased Gunner. Cause you go on his page, you know all these songs niggas make, you know how blessed it is to get a placement, how hard it is. So it's like, bruh, but you gotta, you gotta get in that, in that. It's sad, but like the, the, the matrix of the music of being in the loop, in the mix, in the loop. Cause it's like Murder Beast is gonna get placements just off him being Murder Beast. Take Keith gonna get placements, you feel me? Hitmaker gonna get, Hit Boy gonna get placements. London on the track. They just gonna get placements off who they are. KD, LeBron, Steph Curry. You know when they hit the court? But niggas is not built like that. How do you get to that level? Niggas been making beats 10 plus years. like, And Chichi only been making beats like three, four years. So it was like, but he having 20 hour work days. So it was like, 10,000 hour rule is real. What you, what you do with your time, I'm gonna tell you who you are as a man. Feel me? What you consume is what you shit. So what you, what you, what you eating, my nigga? How you feel about niggas like biting the sound, bro? Man, shit, it's like, that's respect, I feel like. That's cool, because how hard you try to copy me, you still can't beat me. How hard you try to be Chi-Chi, you still not gonna be Chi-Chi. See, I love these interviews when we could just get there. That's why I want to come here so bad. Like, that's why I want to come. I got some game. Like, this ain't no shit, like, that I just woke up one day. This has been years of, like, nigga, I cried over this shit. I prayed, you feel me? I been hurt. Like the music's gonna take you through a whole roller coaster of emotions. But it's like, you gotta stay down. I wanna uh, talk about the publishing deal. Just kinda like dive into that. Like, what are red flags in your publishing deal? I feel like if they wanna own the whole the publishing, that's why I like, <clears throat> that's why I like admin deals. So that take like five, 10, 15%. Then a publishing deal may take like, it could still take anywhere from 20, 50. You got some niggas who take all your publishing, like fucked up shit, 360 deals where they take in. Your publishing, your royalties, they taking everything. So it's like, that's why the lawyer is key. Like manager can't read that shit. You need a lawyer. But if your lawyer bad, it's terrible. But we in a new age now where sometimes you better off not even having a deal. The whole reason you signed a deal is because you want the bad. Like really these labels, uh, where I hear from these other producers, these niggas getting placements on their own. The label is not getting them placements. So it's like, but thankful for us, the placement label got us was our Grammy, Grammy nomination. Shout out to Walter Jones, you feel me? So it's like, if they really want to work you, they can work you. But bro, they got over a thousand people on the label. You got, I'm talking to these A&Rs at the label because they my friends now. Nigga, they represent 15 people. Somebody not getting prioritized. So it's like, nigga, you going to work and wait for somebody to put you on? Because when you just signed a deal, that's the beginning, my nigga. Now we got to go recoup. Ivory Scott Ivory said Scott the same shit that. live with you, man. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to Ivory. So you working on Netflix for him? Yeah, I got a my friend, like, name All In. He got down. Shit, he do everything. I got a man speak, like, five languages. He, like, he film 
I ain't gonna put too much, but he go around the world filming, making beats with local people and making it his sound. And he dropping, he an artist too. So he going out around, around the world getting music from like local people, which is dope concept. So it's like, that's the Netflix though. We, you know, we pitching it to him, you know, Apple, Amazon. But my role of that is like the royalties because foreign mechanicals operate different in each uh, territory. So it's like some may do a percentage basis, while some may do like an all-in basis. And then, but mostly you have a company who collects. Like you don't got to go to a person, you go to a company. That's why we go to the UMPGs, the Sonys, the Warners, because they got the power to get all your money that you don't have, you feel me? So it's like, that's where a pub deal makes sense. Especially if you got an international hit. You got money everywhere, my nigga. Every, our PROs everywhere, like performance royalties, you getting them shit in the clubs, and the fucking, in the gyms, and the radios, you know, being outside on YouTube. So we know like in the trap hip hop scene, like the music business grimy, but is it like that outside of other genres like pop? Nah, I heard it's the dirty, you know why though, right? Nigga, niggas real street niggas running this shit. <laughs> it's real mob shit. No, sure. it's real mob, this shit connected with the streets, like, gotta respect the streets, my nigga, like, you got some niggas, they, they, they hustling to support this. So that's connected, like it's a street mentality. But I've heard pop is more generous. In it. But look at the audience, my nigga, like, look at who's running it. But what's, what's the irony of that too is like, the real buyers of hip hop are, are like, white people, the majority. Like you not a crossover, you not a hit until they streaming your music. Cause look at the Coachellas, the Rolling Louds. Uh, South by Southwest. Look who who's in the who's in the stand. I'm asking y'all who. Y'all y'all go to the NFL, M NBA games, MLB games. Who who's in the stands? Bro, black people ain't got no money, and that's sad. Like and you know some other shit. Like this, I mean, there's some shit that there's some controversial shit, but they want they want it like that. It's 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 crazy because when I get to talking like this, niggas look at me and they like, what's going on? I'm like, I'm just. I'm just keeping it real, trying to protect the people. Man, it's the a people. fact, you man, nigga, nigga. Look at the NFL, nigga. We got no black owners in the NFL. There's and, no and they blocking them. They, there's they no black owners in the NFL, but their majority of the team is black. That's modern day slavery, my nigga. And I watch a lot of Dane Dash. Like, obviously his views are controversy, but his what he's saying is is sits right. Like we still living in like a racist world, but it's changing. And, you know, we blessed to have our own freedom, but it's like, you know, it's some powerful white, and I don't want to make it a race thing. You know what I'm saying? This is not a race thing, but it's some powerful white people too who want to help you. Like, so it's like, it's, it's, and it's some bad black people who want to kill you. So it's, nigga, Harriet Tubman, I was talking about this yesterday. Harriet Tubman was on the underground railroad that was helped pave the way by white people. Okay, this happened. But I, I like this shit because it's definitely not just about the race, but it's like knowing exactly your roots and shit like right, that. Right, your roots. My people nigga. ask me, right. why are you reading? Why are you trying to be a boss? Why are you why are you trying to do this and that? Because I have to. My parents ain't teach me none of this shit. No, that's but you a king. Like you a king. You a king. You a king. I I I'm big on affirmations too. Like every day I wake up, but I'm a king. I'm royalty. I'm disciplined. I'm gonna make a difference in somebody's life, and I be meeting some crazy people like. People that changed my life. Like I was just in Hollywood Hills this morning. <laughs> Ten million dollar house. Like that's the energy I'm around. It's not mine yet, but I could touch it. You feel me? It's different watching on Instagram. Nigga, I'm in. I'm in these spaces. Like what's next, man? Let's own these spaces. But you know, you only know what you're exposed to, nigga. You only know what you don't know too. So like, how big is like traveling to you? You know what I'm saying? Cause I see a lot of producers sit in the city. <laughs> like, bro, if you a producer in like Texas, not nah, Texas is cool, but like South Dakota, <laughs> fucking New Mexico, yeah, New Mexico, <laughs> like nigga, you gotta move to, like you moving, bro. That's the best thing you could have done. I and you, you, I could ask you that. Moving to Atlanta, what has been a big difference for you? What has what has changed? I'm my first two placements here in Atlanta. You feel me? That's what I'm saying. But more like double my relationships. Yeah, here, you for feel sure. Because everybody come down here, like everybody. And that's why I'm hip though, because I'm born in Atlanta, like born in Piedmont, like. So I'm when I go in LA, people look at me like crazy, because they feel that Atlanta got that real energy. Like we send, we send the whole world, like the little babies, the thugs, 
the Gunners, you feel me? Even like, ain't when Kanye, Kanye from Georgia, like he was born in Georgia, some crazy. So it's like Atlanta is setting the trend, you feel me? And I and I take pride in that. Like, okay, I'm a manager from Atlanta. I'm hip. That's why I could go in LA and, and like take over the rooms because if you can make it in Atlanta, bro, you can make it anywhere. You know, we, we be saying places like Ohio and all these crazy places, but I put some on my Instagram. I was like, bro, I got homies from Florida, Tallahassee, Quincy, from pl places that's three hours, four hours from Atlanta. And they be on a whole nother mindset. And I'm like, bro, if if you just drove like 100 miles out and, and went and seen, you would have more belief and you would get more opportunity. So it's like sometimes it's country areas that's close where people, they'll never see this. They'll never get opportunity. and they only. 75, 100 miles away. Dead ass, because they in the crib. But look, if if the artists are moving to the city, why you ain't moving? That's how I look at it. That's a gem right there. Yeah. The artists are literally like, the, even the no caps, the rock, these niggas live in Atlanta now. Like, even the, the PZs, like, every, everybody got to come through Atlanta. Like, you're not just finna do a show in Mississippi and just stay there. Like, you got to go where the motion at. Like, you are your environment. You increase your chances of success if you're around those same type of people. So that's why I like moving around is the if you can't move around, just try. Like I was moving around in college. Like I was driving three hours, like everybody doing something, a hustle. Like you could tell your hustle, what's your biggest hustle? That you had to go out your way to 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 make this shit Engineering. happen. Engineering. Probably staying up Recording. 20, staying up all Grind night. Up. Literally like a zombie. Yeah, like but your ass locked the fuck in. And and you seen the rewards. Now you now niggas really respect you. You got a face card. Now you go in the studio, oh, oh, you make beats too? Oh shit, load me up. This nigga work, this nigga work. But you had to prove yourself first. You feel me? Nobody gonna just, everybody gonna think you sweet for real until you prove you ain't sweet. Like, I don't know if I should have said it like that, but. <laughs> <laughs> but. Oh, no, yeah, it's, it makes sense though. Hey, so what y'all think is like the next, like, uh, like the next city? Atlanta, they they building this. This is the new LA, bro. Like I'm talking to people in LA and New York. They coming down here, cause what got us? You got to realize too. You got to be play strategy. The reason Atlanta's so hot right now is cause during the pandemic, everything was shut down but Atlanta. So this is where people celebrated their birthdays, their parties, their baby showers, their get-togethers. Cause this was literally like the only place open. And not only that, this is a fact. Atlanta has the most black millionaires in the country, like, probably, maybe the world, I don't know, but it has the most. Like, we have the Georgia Institution of Technology. It's a black man state. If you black, this is where you succeed at. So you learn what you learn here, and now you go to the LA's, you go to the New York's, you know, you could go to the London's, you feel me? You go to Miami's, the, you feel me? So it's like, the, even the, some, the Houston's. And that, and that's how, I, that's how I feel about that. So to wrap up the interview, you got two more questions. It's been man. fun, man. I really, I'm, I'm, I'm on ten. Y'all feel my heart, boy. I love yeah, this dude, shit. Uh, we, we plan on doing the VIP. So we used to do these events like before COVID, and, like VIP events. Definitely got to pull up, goddamn. Bro, I love to. Whatever I can do to help, like I already put y'all on my Instagram. Like y'all building a. This is a legendary platform, bro. So to be on here is like make me feel like I'm in the right direction. Like I just, I want to just tell the producers, bro. Like, don't stop. Just keep going. You know, follow, follow your heart. You know, just keep sending out them emails. Keep connecting. And then stop, stop trying to go for the big artists out of time. A producer, you got to be able to know the sound and hear something that's not there. Believe in something that's not there yet. So find somebody in your city you want to develop. Like, find the artist and, and grow with them. You know, find somebody you could be a part of their sound and grow with. Because it ain't nothing like having a day one. You feel me? Like, you meet somebody new. Yeah, y'all y'all knew, but if y'all growing up together, find somebody you could grow with. We've been asking this in the last couple of interviews, but we see you be traveling a lot. So what's the craziest story you done seen? What's the craziest thing you went to in the studio before? And you ain't gotta like get it crazy. No, nah, it was shit, shoot out. Just <laughs> shoot out, like shoot out. Just I ain't gonna say who. Y'all know they big rappers, but it's a dangerous game, bro. And that's why I try not to be like uh Studio manager too much. I'd rather be on a laptop or moving, networking, cause it's a dangerous game. Niggas, we in a dangerous game, bro. Niggas getting killed out here. So it was like, I was a nigga got shot in my session. You feel me? So it was like, I was scared of my life. It made me appreciate just going home. So like, that's one thing is like, this ain't no, this ain't no fake ass game. Niggas really beefing out here behind this music shit. So 
You gotta you gotta respect it. Cause I ain't no street nigga, but nigga, that's somebody else's beef. You better be careful how you moving in somebody else's beef, cause this is generations behind. There's blood behind this shit. Like, sadly. But we gotta figure, we gotta change it. We gotta come together, you know? Figure out starting with y'all. Like y'all got a whole community. Y'all the biggest. Like y'all the wave. Y'all the new Microsoft, the new, the new Apple. You feel me? The new black owned company. So and y'all only 22, 23. Like y'all, y'all deserve to be on Forbes and shit, thirty under thirties. But we, you know, that's how I really feel. I mean, let's end it off with overrated, underrated. I give you a topic, and you tell me which one it is and your why. You know, I gotta get, I gotta get toxic one time. You gotta do it for Instagram. No, nah, you got to. Fifty fifty split. Oh shit, this shit, <laughs> this shit overrated. <laughs> Cause the nigga, the loop make won't do no work, but want to get half the split, and put no groundwork in. Nigga, you made the beat. But I mean, some niggas split it, but who really doing the work? It's overrated. So you're saying it's more than I just like- I fuck with It's more than just like the musical composition. It's about Man, the who getting it placed? Place. That's the hard, anybody, it's so many five loops. But who getting it placed? Strip clubs. Nah, that's not, yeah, underrated. Cause, cause that's where you could break, that's where artists break, bro. That's where you could hear new music. That's where you could catch a vibe. Showers at the strip club in LA. Just trying to see what music they playing. I mean, LA, they playing Atlanta music. I'm like, damn. Playing my Chi Chi beats. Like, that shit hard. <laughs> Sending a DM saying, let's work. No, I check, like, I check your Instagram first. Like, I can tell if you can work by your Instagram. It's crazy, but Instagram tell it all. They tell who you follow, who follows you. So if we got 20 mutual followers of some top producers, I need to know you. But if you just got, let's work, and you just got fucking wave files on there with 10, five likes, nah, it's something off. And you got, you got pictures of artists with, with your beat behind it. She look fake as hell, nigga, like. <laughs> <laughs> it's over with. It's over with. Yeah, I could tell by the Instagram, but that's what crazy. Like, my Instagram game on point. Like, just maneuvering who to talk to. And I'm blessed, though. Most people going to respond to me, like, if I reach out. Because they see somebody, follow, one of the, somebody they follow, follow me. Like, I want to give a quick shout out to my mentors real quick. Like, Ray Daniels, Walter, Wallace, you feel me? Johnny Shipes. A lot of people just really has like helped me, you know, become become a man like in this shit. And then women too, like Ashley, Calhoun, Melita, Sammy, Ari, Lauren. Um, so just a whole whole bunch of people. I know I'm missing somebody, but you're nothing without a team, bro. Cause I'm learning this through experience and through somebody else. So, but nah, bro, I, I appreciate y'all having me. Like, like my third interview, I'm, I'm gonna keep giving out. I'm starting a podcast and shit too. Hopefully, I can use some of this content for my shit. But what's the um, podcast called? And just a verse. Like I'm in the studio and I got me and Chichi vlogs. Like he was doing. I seen but you had some podcasts in your like bio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. But now it's like verse vlogs. Like you feel me? Being like, I had a session with DJ Khalil and Sam Bars. I don't know if you heard of him, but they got like 17 goddamn Grammy nominations. Something crazy. Like platinums. Like just being around that energy. Seeing the producers, and one thing I see with all these producers is the focus. When you on that, when you locked in, this shit not a game. Like when niggas is locked in, this is this this one beat could could change your life. This could set your family up for the rest of your, that little Nas X beat, that little beat star shit. That nigga good forever, off of one little beat. And this shit serious. Take take this shit serious, bro. Like owe it to yourself to be disciplined and have a plan. I'ma saying. Five beats out today. I'ma send, I'ma talk to five managers today. I'ma talk to five engineers today. So now you got a plan. Now, okay, I talked to him, I talked to him, I talked to them. I fill in these gaps. I wanna work with this artist. I know this ARs, I know this manager, I know who they signed to, I know who they working with. So now it's like, boom, I I, I wanna work with Lil Baby. Okay, let me work with a Nuda. Let me work with a dirty Tay. Let me let me work with a little key and work and get to baby. You feel me? Stop trying to just shoot for the Nigga, it, it's, it's fucking stairs to success. Anybody can take the elevator. Feel me? And it's hard to go. You ever notice it's hard to walk up the stairs? It's easy to walk down that motherfucker? Why is that? No, I'm actually, why is it why is it harder to walk up the stairs but easier to, to go down? Because you had to work hard to go down. You had to put some effort in walking up, but to, you could easily just. Real shit. Not only that, nigga, you got a whole nother force acting upon you. Gravity. Like, you're not meant to just go up, it's something forcing you down. So when you going down, you going with the natural flow of things. Nigga, life is death. We living to die. We getting closer to our death date all the time, so. Yeah, you gotta push the other way. You gotta push the other way. 
keep going up, nigga. That pain is be un be comfortable being uncomfortable. That's what I learned. Like I'm working every day. Like work, you gotta work so much. This a lifestyle. This a lifestyle for y'all, bro. Like niggas don't get to say that. Niggas don't get to say that. It's hard to make this a lifestyle. You feel me? And now even watching watching how like little baby was on tour, baby for a minute. This nigga move like a like military. Like you take this shit, boys don't. You ain't getting close to baby. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta take that same strategy. How can I move militant? You feel me? So it's like I'm thankful to just be able to watch Chi Chi, Section Eight. They like changed my life and just perspective. So thankful for y'all, bro. Talk. That's a wrap, bro. Appreciate you coming That's on here. Producer, I just grind, game. I ain't even cap. Yeah, yeah. I told y'all I had some. I was ready, nigga. Yeah, yeah, nigga TV yeah. talking about you gonna do it Thursday. I'm like, nigga, <laughs> hell no, I'm doing this shit today. <laughs> I got shit. On. I've been thinking. I came, flew from LA just to come here. I would have stayed in LA, but I'm fresh off of waters. Goddamn, being in the hills and <laughs> Lambos and shit. <laughs> hey, LA vibe is different, LA, bro. Y'all been out there, right? Hell yeah, yeah, we just came out there. We did some shit with Palace. Let's do shit. something out there, man. Like, do it. Let's do a camp or something. Like, hey, I'm down to do whatever, bro. We got to do a behind the day, the day to life verse vlog boy. or some shit. Let's do some this shit. be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a wrap, bro. I appreciate you for coming out here, man. Let's try to get like 200 comments and like. Shout out to Two Dope from Twisted Jeans. Yeah, yeah. Let's get it. You can follow me on Instagram, one the verse. You feel me? One verse. And shout out to uh, clothing brand one more time. Yeah, too. catastrophe, you know what I'm saying? We real drip, you know what I'm saying? We got the vertebrae shit. Oh, I didn't even see the pants, though. Shit. It's important black brand. Yes, sir. It's a wrap, man. We see y'all in the next podcast. <laughs>